This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by the MarTech Podcast, hosted by Benjamin Shapiro, brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Ben's episodes are so awesome. They're under 30 minutes. They share stories with world-class marketers who use technology to generate growth and achieve business and career success. Ben is a great host. I've been on his show. He's been on my show. He always really digs down and gives you actionable stuff that you can take away and do. And he's always bringing up new stuff the science of advertising, how to figure out what to automate, just things that, that marketers are wrestling with today. Check it out. It's the MarTech Podcast. Find it wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance. My guest today is Brett Martin. He's a co-founder of Kumo Space the virtual HQ for remote teams, and and he's also head of Charge Ventures, a pre-seed VC based in Brooklyn, New York, and serves as an adjunct professor at Columbia Business School where he teaches data analytics. So, Brett, welcome to the show. Pleasure to be here, thanks for having me. I remember the first time I went to New York and I saw Columbia Business School and it said CBS somewhere and I thought it was, a, I thought it was like a record company or something. To this day, I tell people I work at CBS and people think I'm more <laughs> famous than I am. So I, I, let's just start with the obvious. What is Kumo Space? I'd love to hear how you describe it to people because you have to do a little explaining. You have to, it's different. It's something that they've not seen before. So how do you describe Kumo Space? It's true. Kumo Space is something you have to really experience or see to believe. It's really a, you know, it's a virtual office, what we call virtual office, where remote teams show up to work every day. So in the same way that, you know, we had physical offices that people would commute to, to, you know, they would work, they would socialize, they might get lunch there, they might play ping pong and hang out with each other, but it was kind of a hub for work. We basically provide the same thing for remote teams. So it's a virtual place, some might say in the metaverse, you know, kind of like a video game world where people can show up and do their work. So teams are... Um, collaborating in Kumo Space, working on whiteboards together, working in documents and spreadsheets, and also playing little mini games like chess or, or ping pong, just like in a real office. <laughs> Which would you say that this is decidedly a child of the pandemic, or you know, was this coming anyway? Well, I think sort of remote. The trend toward remote work was already a secular trend before the pandemic. Right, right. That had been growing for years. There was already this concept called the, you know, the digital nomad movement where people realized that, you know, if you worked just on the internet, you could really do that from anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag van life, right? Exactly. And so <laughs> right. what I think happened was that when the pandemic hit, you know, we took all the tools that weren't really built for remote work. I mean, we had Zoom and that was to, yeah. you know, have conference calls with people across the world. Maybe they worked at your same office and we had Slack and we used Slack for people that worked in the same building as us. And then we, you know, used them for this new concept of remote work, working from home. It was surprisingly effective, right? But I think now, after a couple of years, the cracks are starting to show, right? You've heard about the great resignation and you hear yeah. about how everyone's kind of lonely and losing bonds and there's nothing keeping people at work other than getting, you know, now it's all about just moving from job to job and getting a higher salary because there's really nothing that ties us to our work anymore. Yeah. You mentioned the Z word. In your mind, does this replace, completely replace, or is it a supplement? 
Well, you know, I probably wouldn't be an entrepreneur if I didn't think I was going to take over and eat Zoom's lunch. But, you know, the truth of the matter is that we have teams that both use Kumo Space and Zoom. In particular, you know, we are focused on internal meetings. People now, plenty of people use Kumo Space externally. We have guests all the time, but really we're focused more on how Slack has, you know, created a place to chat with your coworkers. We're trying to recreate the in-person experience, but bring it online. Yeah, and I think one of the challenges sometimes is out of necessity, people have tied together, hacked together, or whatever we want to call it, a Zoom and a note taker on Zoom and Slack. And, you know, obviously Slack channels have, you know, exploded. I guess, how do you talk about the benefits for that uh, distributed team or for that work from home uh, team? I mean, what's the benefit of adding this? Because in some cases, maybe you're just saying you got to add another tool to the mix or, you know, so, so I'm sure some people are kind of hesitating and like, oh God, another tool. But, you know, so, so what's the clear and present benefit of adding the, to those groups of workers? I think that's a great question and definitely something, you know, people that are paying for these tools, uh, procuring these tools and administering these tools they care about, right. they, wanna, they wanna right. see the value. So the way we think about it is you always wanna have the right medium for the right message. And we have, you know, certain mediums we have for text-based, communication, we have Slack. For audio-based communication, we have the phone. For video-based communication, maybe we use Zoom. But what's missing, you know, what we have for in-person, you know, physical communication is the office, right? And why do we, you know, even though we have Slack and Zoom and the phone, we still, there's a lot of people out there who still feel like we need to bring people back into the physical office. Yeah. And so, you know, why, why is that? Well, you know, reasons that are often cited are, you know, it's a better way to collaborate. You get to build better connections with your coworkers. You can build company culture and a sense of camaraderie. You can iterate, you know, more quickly. You can get visibility to your boss and to your, you know, your your mentors as a boss. Yeah. You can have visibility and accountability to your employees, right? You know, you know what they're doing. Yeah. You see that they're in the office. And so we think that all of those things are still valuable, but we're just building a digital alternative to very expensive, very constricting physical real estate. All right. So so I'm going to make you be like a baseball announcer, you know, who has to describe what's going on the field to an audience who can't see it. You know, kind of describe the typical like how, we've talked about it and I've experienced it. So I, you know, I know what you're talking about, but maybe describe like people come in, they go in a front door. It's like a video game. They go over to the conference room, maybe explain kind of how Kumo space, how somebody who is a Kumo space member operates. A hundred percent. I mean, if you want, I'm happy to, you know, pop open Kumo space and take you on a tour. I could try the screen share if we wanted. Otherwise, sure, I let's, just... yeah, let's see. Let's see how it populates in the video. You want to give it a spin? All right, let's give yeah, it a spin. Yeah, let's go for it. It'll be, a, it'll be a test. Let's give it a spin. I'm going to pop on this. I'm going to turn off my... Here we go. I'm going to join the space. Here we go. Okay, let's do it. Let's get the screen share. I'll go over a particular window. Here we go. All right, so you can see this is it. This is basically entering the floor. So this is Kumo Space HQ I'm about to walk you into. And yeah, there it goes. Okay. It, okay. it wasn't popping up immediately. Now we got it. Now yeah, got it. no no problem. So I'm about we're about to go into Kumo Space headquarters. So, you know, we have a fully remote and distributed team. We work in Kumo Space 
all day, every day. And we're just going to pop in. I might have to cut my mic so that we don't get reverb, but let's give it a spin. So here we are. We just entered Kumo space and you can kind of see me there. I, there I am on my headphones and I'm going to zoom out a little bit and show you some key features. So this is our virtual office. If you look down at the bottom left, you can actually see that there's 26 people in here right now. There's Hector Hager. He just entered. I don't want to scare scare him right now but if you can we can pan up and there's a bunch of stuff going on in our office just like you'd expect from a real life physical office so you can see that kind of david and yang and bobby are having a little meeting here in the common area you can see that over here this is the design and product pod there's a bunch of people winnie and alan and Anthony or Tony are all meeting and having what looks like a presentation. Up here in the top left corner of the screen, you can see that Michael and Jordan here, I'll zoom in, Michael, Michael Zhu, who's our new intern, and Jordan, one of our new engineers, they're having a little conversation in Michael's office. And then there's people like Ryan that are just kind of posted up in their office, probably cranking away at work. So I'll give you a little bit of a tour. I'll cruise around and then you can see what's happening. Hey, you kind of tidied up. You must have known we were coming. Ah, uh, you know, this is just life. So here, why don't I, I'm just going to cruise <laughs> in and uh, I'm just going to pop in. You're probably going to see everyone talk to me. Let's see right here. <laughs> so, hey guys, I'm on a podcast right now and I'm actually giving a, a live tour of our office right now. So you can't see him, but I got John on the other line. Just tell John a little bit about what you're all up to right now. Yeah, I'm afraid, Brett, we're not picking up their audio, but it really works with a spatial audio. Like you, you come in close to somebody and all of a sudden they can hear you, you can hear them. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, thanks for letting me interrupt. Thanks for the quick explanation and we'll roll out. I, I, sorry about that, John. Wasn't no, sure no, it was come through or not. Yeah, no, I think this is, you know, obviously this gives people a visual to go by and, and see how you're moving around and can talk to team members. And, you know, again, for that person that, you know, you think about the distributed team, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll jump to kind of my line of questioning to keep us on time. And now a word from our sponsor. Marketers are a key part of business. Uh, funny I would say that, right? But that's because we own the conversation with our customers. And having tools that help us have meaningful conversations with our customers at scale, all while maintaining a personal touch, is our white whale. Point solutions can be easy to set up, but difficult to manage and maintain. And all of a sudden, you find yourself with disconnected teams and data, leading to poor customer experience. Yikes. HubSpot is an all-in-one CRM platform that is impossible to outgrow and ridiculously easy to use, meaning you never have to worry about it slowing you down. That's because HubSpot is purpose-built for real businesses, businesses that test and learn, pivot and push, and do it all again next quarter. With customizable hubs and tools that you can add or subtract as you grow, HubSpot is ready to help you stop chasing the white whale and start connecting with your customers at moments that matter most. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. Do you find in this setting, is it, do you get, does it improve communication 
or are you feeling like it's just like eat for somebody it, it just makes it easier for somebody to come bug me kind of like in the office you know it's like i'm, I'm sitting over working and people are like hey did you see the game last night you know is it improving it or is that just me i'm an extrovert or i'm an introvert so that's just me an introvert <laughs> with how many hundreds of podcasts through your belt <laughs> that's right look i think that we are not we're trying to give you the benefits of the physical office, but also yeah. leverage the power of the internet, right? Yeah. So, you know, one of the cool things about the internet is that it's infinitely replicable space. I can build an office for hundred, you know, 10,000 employees. I can build you, you know, hundreds of different floors, you know, a hundred different floors for your 10,000 employees all across the world. You can have really rich analytics about what type of person, you know, responds well to different types of things. I, you know, I think that, historically the office has been a one size fits all solution right yeah. you have a physical office and no matter who you are and how you like to work whether you're an engineer and you need your quiet time or you're a salesperson and you like the heat of the boiler room right you know the physical office wasn't very flexible it's expensive and to move around adam to move around physical matter but the benefits of the virtual office and what we've learned about remote work is that actually remote work is different for every person right so if yeah. you do sales or if you do engineering but rather also it's like what type of apartment do you have do you have plenty of space to work in or are you wedged in with your girlfriend and you're both trying to do 10 hours of conference calls over the course of the day <laughs> or maybe you're a parent right and maybe you need the office to you know get some space and have some place to get away from your kids so that you can actually do some work right and so what we've realized is that actually in remote work it's all about personalization and every you know, capturing exactly what that person needs to do their best job. And so we think that Kumo Space is the right tool because we actually can customize our virtual spaces to work for all different types of people and different types of work. Are you seeing, are there any surprising uses? I'm sure you kind of said, here's how people are gonna use it. We'll build it like that. Are you seeing some people go, oh, here's how we can use it? Oh, I mean, we learn from our users every day. And to be honest, when we started, we knew that there was a problem with uh, online, you know, getting, we knew there was a problem with group video chat, essentially. We knew that this Zoom, you know, format of one person broadcasting and everyone listening and turning off their screens and turning off their audio, you know, it really didn't lend itself to the real time video, yeah. right? It's fine. I mean, I could watch most Zoom conference calls I could probably watch a recording of and be just as good. And so we knew that there need, there was probably a more participatory way of building video chat, but we didn't know what people were going to use it for. So it turns out that people have had weddings in Kumo space. People have had funerals in huh. Kumo space. People huh. have had graduations. People do corporate recruiting in Kumo space. People have had large conferences and happy hours and game nights and all sorts of things. And we just realized that as our own team, what we really missed was a place to show, you know, as a remote team, we, what we were really lacking is like a place to show up and connect with our coworkers on a daily basis. And so that's where we just decided to focus our work. What are some of the other toys you've built in? I know when you gave me a demo, there's a whiteboard functionality. I think you have some team building like games that can connect. What are some of the kind of toys that maybe might help not only communication, but maybe culture? Well, that's one of the, kind of crazy parts about Kumo Space is that our average 
virtual office user uses Kumo space for more than five hours a day. So mm. people are living in this office in the yeah. same way that they do in a real physical office. And so when you have that much of people's time and attention, you know, really the possibilities are infinite. So yes, you know, we obviously have productivity tools, we have whiteboards, we have sort of integrations where you can, you know, stream Google documents and spreadsheets, and you can integrate with your, you know, productivity tools of choice, like if you're using Figma, which is a design tool, or mm -hmm. you're using Jira, which is, you know, task, man task management, we have all of that. Um, but what we think makes Kumo space really interesting is you know playing with the skeuomorphism of a you know a virtual office and yeah. integrating in a way that sort of you can't really get out of Zoom and Slack. So in Slack you can tie it to your um, you know POS system, your Shopify, and you know you can get a little notification anytime you know you, a customer signs a contract, right? But right. in Kumo space you can tie you know, your CRM to the gong app that we have, and it rings a gong in the office and it plays the name of the salesperson that sold that. And if you think about, you know, we're really not making up anything here. This is already happening in physical offices. You already have, sure. you know, salespeople ringing the gong and you already have dashboards talking about kind of core KPIs for the company, but we're just bringing that into in a virtual space and doing it in a kind of a fun human way that you're not getting from you know your Slack or your Zoom. One of the things I'm guessing was a decision, and maybe it was a maybe it was a visual decision or a design decision as opposed to a technology decision. Decidedly, as those anybody who was online looking at the, what we showed there, decidedly lo-fi graphics, kind of Super Mario, you know, game mechanics. Is that a technology choice or is that a design choice? So. I mean, we actually think that rich graphics are a fun place. I mean, there, believe it or not, there's actually a lot with lower fi. There are yeah, so, yeah. You know, some other people in the market that have even lower fi or actually don't even believe in the concept of having a virtual office that you can decorate. One thing I would say that differentiates us is that we're actually call, often referred to as a kind of the most professional virtual office. And in, that, in part, that's because we are you are your avatar. So in Kumo space, you know, your video, you are yeah. your avatar. Some other places use, you know, kind of cartoons or cartoon yeah, faces yeah. or video game characters. And we don't do that because, you know, we want you to be the player. You are the player in Kumo space. And we, you know, we want it to be professional. So we think it's a balancing act between professionalism and, you know, keeping, making it fun and making it engaging. Yeah, yeah. So l let me give you the one push I can push back. I can almost probably here from people who are invited by their company into, we're going to hang out now in this space. Oh, yeah. So now you can watch everything I do all day. <laughs> do you get that pushback a little bit from the people that are work from home that are like, oh, now you're going to like, see, when did I check in? What am I doing? <laughs> so look, there's two sides to every coin, right? Definitely you know, two sides to that one. Yeah. There's two sides to every coin. And so I think Yes, this concept of FaceTime is, right. you know, never been a positive word, right? And so yeah. FaceTime, whether it's in the physical office or virtual office, implies kind of wasted time that you're doing so that your boss thinks you're busy. And we don't believe in that in the virtual space any more than we in the physical space. That said, there is a flip side to this, which is, hey, if you're a junior employee 
and you're trying to learn the ropes, or let's say you're a younger employee and you think, you know, your work is actually, and you move, you know, your work is a core part of your social community, then getting FaceTime from your boss or your mentors and having opportunities to connect with your colleagues to build a professional network are all major advantage, you know, are all very important career steps for your career that just literally don't exist historically if you use a tool like Slack or Zoom. So if you think about that, you know, remote workers were always treated as second-class citizens, right? It was always ancillary functions or back office functions is what you had remote people doing. And there were never really opportunities for growth or promotion. And so in our world where, you know, remote people are on equal footing, with you know their physical counterparts in a hybrid setup let's say you know we think there's a lot of benefit to being an employee in kumo space yeah and i've heard one one of the biggest complaints i've heard of remote or not being able to be in an office particularly like you said for junior employees is a lot of times mentors are not people they report to they're people in other departments of people that you know have just taken them under their wing and it and it feels like that they've lost that connection a little bit 100 percent and you know, that's one of the biggest benefits of community. That's what we consider, you know, replacing the in-person, bringing, yeah. making the in-person pers- experience virtual is the ability to just walk over, tap someone on the shoulder and, you know, hey, can I get five minutes of your time? And, yeah. you know, not everyone is so brave enough to butt their way into a Zoom call or set up a right. meeting or an email or even Slack someone whose face they've never seen. And so a big part yeah. of our job is actually building software to facilitate these kind of natural, you know, human connections. Uh, so, so, so you've raised just a little bit of money. What's the future build or the future? I mean, do you, what's the roadmap look like? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of SaaS products are, you know, they're kind of like a point solution for a very specific, you know, problem. And that's right. why we have kind of proliferation of SaaS tools. We realize that we are kind of a, a core piece of communications infrastructure in the same way that an office is a core piece of, you know, operational and communication infrastructure for a physical office, you know, so same with the virtual office. And we have people spending, you know, like I said, six, seven, eight hours a day in Kumo space. So frankly, we have a lot to build and, you know, a lot of software to build. And yeah, we raised, you know, money. We One is obviously communication has to be clear and crisp and just reliable. Two, you know, Kumo Space has to just be available wherever you want it, whether it's on the web or on your desktop or on your yeah. you know, mobile app, mobile, right. right? Or in the tools you're using in Slack and Zoom and, you know, make it easy to get in and out of Kumo Space. And then we, you know, we need to make it really engaging and fun, right? Like you don't want to spend, I mean, it's, we think of a lot as what you saw toward the, you know, 2019, 2018, 2018, 2019, a lot of these big, well-funded corporates were spending a ton of money on the physical office. And they were doing that, you know, they were doing lunches and they were doing cafes Mm -hmm. and they were doing nap pods and they were doing, you know, massages and they were bringing in programming, right? And that was to, you know, make it easier and more compelling to spend more time at work. And I, you know, we see a lot of what we're doing is bringing those same bells and whistles and those opportunities to connect and those opportunities for mentorship into the remote workspace. Awesome. I am speaking with Brett Martin. He is the co-founder of Kumo Space. That's K-U-M-O space.com. You want to tell people where they can find you and connect? Yeah. So thanks so much for having me again. Just Brett Martin. I'm on Twitter. It's Brett, B-R-E-E-1-2-1-1. 
or you can just email me at brett at kumospace.com. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And if you have a remote team, happy to hook you up with a virtual office. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to, and I usually end the show by saying, we'll see you someday out there on the road, but I guess I need to say, uh, see you in the virtual office. See you, see you in the metaverse, John. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, and one final thing before you go, you know how I talk about marketing strategy, strategy before tactics. Well, sometimes it can be hard to understand where you stand in that, what needs to be done with regard to creating a marketing strategy. So we created a free tool for you. It's called the Marketing strategy assessment. You can find it at marketingassessment.co, not .com, .co. Check out our free marketing assessment and learn where you are with your strategy today. That's just marketingassessment.co. I'd love to chat with you about the results that you get.